Okay, so um, I was going to bring my ukulele and do this uh, live, but now I'm going to be doing it a cappella. So I need to get better. Please make me better. I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. Today we're getting better why, why are you not doing a musical with Richard Tyrone Jones? Uh, hello, Richard. Hello, Dave. Yeah. So, how do I know you? Uh, you know me from your own life, Stand Up Tragedy, and from seeing me do stuff um, on the London circuits, comedy and poetry. Um, I can't remember where we first met. I think it was at a friend's party, which was a very fortuitous party for me. Was that James been... Ross's? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. And you've been a really great sort of uh, supporter of Stand Up Tragedy and uh, a frequent uh, performer in Stand Up Tragedy, which is the show I'm here in Edinburgh to do, which is at 6.30 till 7.30 every day for free at the Fiddler's Elbow. It's recommended for manics and depressives. That's right. Manics and depressives both will like it. And it's... Um, it's yeah, it's comedy and it's music and it's all of that sort of stuff. It's a variety night, and it's at the Fiddler's Elbow downstairs. I should have said the downstairs makes all the difference. At the at the end, they pass round a bucket, and instead of coins, they collect tears. Yeah, tears. We we we, we want to collect your tears. So, um, that's how we know each other. You're a poet. Um, what do you do now? Is the next question, which I've sort of foreshadowed there a little bit. What do I do now after my four and five star solo show Richard Tyrone Jones's Big Hearts and Radio 4 sitcom? Um, yes, so just modest introduction to myself. That's right, I kind of make other people do the, do the, do the bit that the presenters are supposed to do, don't I really? Yeah, what, what is next? Um, I'm taking the show Richard Tyrone's Big, Tyrone Jones's Big Hearts, which is about um, tackling heart failure um, in, in, in yourself, well in me. Uh, it's about me tackling art failure, but it, uh, obviously I widen it out talk about other people. Uh, I'm taking that to the uh, couple of Canadian fringes, the Victoria and the Vancouver fringes, because uh, it's a bit too noisy at the end of the fringe. And yeah, so uh, I, I have an ear infection and it's aggravating it. So I thought I'd go somewhere that's uh, quieter, um, flatter, uh, a bit colder so that I'm less likely to get any more infections. Yeah. And um, I, I hear that Canadians are very kind of laid back people as well. So I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing how it goes down in Canada. And um, I might turn it into a bit more of a, a, a peon to the uh, NHS, and a, a kind of prayer and thanks right. to it for saving my life. Because since I wrote the show, I think the, the danger to the NHS has become evident. Massive. Yeah. So rather, rather than um, uh, continuing to tour the show in this country where it might actually make a difference to uh, public health policy. I said take it to a completely different country! Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you've already taken it to uh, to America this, this year, haven't you? Or you've been to America, certainly. No, you haven't. I've never been to America. I just made I'm, that up. You have. I've been wow. editing this bit out. Um, just, we're just jumping no editing this, this time. This is uh, not to, editing. Uh, I've been to Washington Dulles Airport um, on a, 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 cha a changeover on the way to Brazil, and I went, took my shoes off, went through security, took me about an hour, looked at the car park, <laughs> couldn't see anything from it apart from stars and stripes glittering in the freezing cold, flapping about, and then just went straight back in again, and then went through security again well for done, another hour. Well done for having an anecdote on a, on yeah. a question that was completely incorrect. That was my only but trip to what America. I'm get, what I've worked out is what I'm thinking of is, were you taking Americans on tour? 
Was that what you were doing? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I, I have um, psychologically been to America yeah. on a coach with lots of Americans from places like uh, New Mexico, New England, California, clap, and, um, and Puerto Rico. Our well. yeah. Oh yeah, they like yeah, they're all Woo, USA. They like the America. There you go. That's our audience right. that you can hear there. So I well, know, know a bit more about um, how Americans live and think and uh, the, the things that they find interesting over here. Electricity sockets and um, and the fact that um, our um, light light switches are on the inside and on the they're on the outside in America, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I think you just, you know turn turn the light on when someone else is in the room and not know that they were in there. Oh dear me! Ooh, so there you cultural go. differences, eh? Yeah, are they funny? That's I bet there's a hundred shows doing cultural differences that, here in the fringe. That's some material. I'll keep that material for my Richard Torrance does hack stand up. Yeah, to, to explain to uh, the listeners why the audio quality is even worse than normal, we're uh, at the uh, SoundCloud kind of live box or something. What, what are you calling it? The Sound Shack. They've got their branding down. SoundCloud Shack. I'd call it a demi tent. And it's on the Royal Mile in Edinburgh, and uh, it's sort of by Parliament Square if you know the Royal Mile. And you can hear in the background. I was, I admit, lying. They're not our audience. They're here. To, they're there to listen to a. A mime show, apparently, but a mime show with amplified music, so yeah. uh, not not as useful as we'd hoped. Um, and yeah, you can hear in the background the sounds of the fringe. And this episode, to any getting better acquainted purists, is significant in that I will not be editing it. So everything that happens wow. stays it stays in. All of the ums stay in. Very rare what, for me. What um, words am I allowed to say? What's the worst word that I'm allowed to say? Well, on the internet, you can say any any word you like. Um, on the Royal Mile, no, no, we might get in trouble if you swear, I think. No, nobody is listening, though, so uh, it's, it, I, it, there's no point saying anything shocking. Yeah, absolutely. So. The only point in, in, in saying something is uh, uh, shocking is when there's someone to shock. It doesn't shock anyone if it's, it's not heard, like a tree falling in the forest. So, um, we first spoke uh, on mic quite a few years ago, really, now, and a lot of things changed. You hadn't even uh, started touring the show, I don't think. You hadn't no. even started it was around the time I was first doing Big Hearts at the Camden Fringe, I think. That's right, I came shortly after, yeah. I think. It's That's right. And it didn't have any projections then, it was just me talking and poetry, and it was a lot easier <laughs> to do yeah. uh, than it was on tour. We had to, I was using projections by the uh, wonderful PatternFightPerformance.com uh, duo, uh, which was animated hearts and... Um, medical paraphernalia and backdrops uh, projected onto me and around me and uh, it really worked very well and I, I, I thought after the Camden Fringe in 2011 uh, we got welcome trust funding to add those projections and then to put it up to the Edinburgh Fringe uh, got four or four five star well not four star reviews at the Edinburgh Fringe then we got one a five star review at the Brighton Fringe uh, afterwards um, and uh, yeah it took it um, about 14 dates around the country um, mainly to the spoken word scene, which is uh, burgeoning both here at the Fringe and yeah, around the country. It does seem to be doing yeah. that. I mean, it, like burgeoning does seem to be the right word to use about spoken word in the moment. It's 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 happened since it was rebranded, um, not not by committee or anything. I didn't I didn't get together with Luke Bright and all the other yeah. po poetry mildly important people and say, oh, let's call it spoken word because poetry scares people off. But I think it's just because. You can then include storytelling under that umbrella and, and uh, kind of erudite comic lectures, 
content, uh, political speeches. Uh, yeah, someone chats. standing up on yeah. a stage and doing something that isn't yeah. comedy, oh, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, and the, uh, these are what a lot of poetry nights were actually doing anyway, like uh, my own utter and um, Banks had the guns. Yeah, and, uh, right. Of course, course stand-up tragedy. Yeah, that's um, right. So uh, coming to the we've changed we've changed subjects, haven't we? But um, the we've segued. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you, there's, there's, there were about 50 spoken word shows on the free fringe. That's the bit of the Edinburgh fringe which is free to get into. Which stand-up tragedy is a part of, and so is getting verified. There we go. Yeah. Live falling over of the microphone. Yeah, the microphone has a woolly hat on. It looks like um, a Buckingham Palace guardsman. Nice. Um, there's who's, been quite a few descriptions like, of it on the show over the years, yeah. and no one has said Buckingham Palace guardsman yet. Yeah. Well, a robot Buckingham Palace guardsman. Yes. You remember when that one just kind of fainted and went like that? <laughs> it was. It looked just like that. Oh, there he goes yeah. again. Tell you what, Maybe I should have put my. Uh, you prop him up. A proper professional would have got their tripod out and done a sorted out. Fine, but I'm not one of them. So um, yeah. So yes, you were saying 50 50 shows. And this year, um, I've I've kind of retreated or, yeah, or you're on a you sabbatical like, ascended uh, <laughs> to become meta director of spoken word at the PBS Freeprint. And I've been giving um, assistance and spiritual guidance, That's right. um, like a Jedi master, to uh, Faye Roberts, who is doing an amazing, spectacular job. job. There's 74 shows, spoken word shows, on the Free Fringe uh, this year. The Free Fringe as a whole has grown by 35% uh, this year, on, on last year. And, yeah. It was huge last year. Um, 38 venues, 459 shows. There's pro probably more than that, actually. Yeah, there's loads. Peter Buffy Hill was saying it on the first day, and it was like you know thousands and thousands of shows. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, see, the people appreciate that fact. Yeah, they do. Well, they, they? Like, people like free stuff. Surprise, surprise. And yeah. the thing about the free fringe is it's not just free; it's also good quality. Yeah. It's, yeah we do. Well, the, the free fringe, as opposed to the free festival, the free fringe does kind of vet. It's going to be put on a lot more, so I think the general quality is higher. That's not to say that there aren't good shows. No, there the are festival. loads of good shows on free, all over the place. And yeah. you could even see good shows for money here yeah. if you so yeah. wish. <laughs> There's a lot of them around. Yeah, as well. I've only paid for one. But, uh, so you, um, so yeah, to get back from our segue, you yeah. you were uh, sort of re you redid and big heart, and you got kind of upped the technological kind of content, yeah. the multimedia-ness of it, and uh, that went well for you in Edinburgh. Yes, yeah. Um, some, uh, a Radio 4 uh, producer came in to see the show um, after I'd sent out a big email about halfway through the fringe after I was happy with it, um, and she then uh, sent uh, Nick Walker of Top Dog Radio, independent uh, radio production company, to come and have a look at it. He loved it. We had a meeting. We did about five drafts of um, our application to Radio 4, got through both rounds, and it got commissioned as three 28 minutes 
episodes. Um, it's, it's a shame. It's just gone off iPlay. It, can't it has, it. yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean, they might put it out again in the future. Yeah, it might may well be repeated, so watch out for that. You can you always can... email the BBC and tell yeah, them that you, you really can. want to hear it. That would be wonderful. It's probably BBC at BBC.co.uk yeah. or something. Or Google the BBC, yeah. they'll be quite hard to find, you probably won't be able to find them, but you never know. You could, you could of course, um, go on my website, richardtyroandjones.com, and just type type your uh, email into the handy join our mailing list slot, and it's on every page. And then it'll let you know if it comes back I'll, out. I'll let you know. Yeah. And I mean, I heard the first episode, unfortunately I've been so busy in the run-up to the, to the Fringe that I have missed the second yeah. two episodes, which is a real shame, because yeah. that's a show I've seen in, in so yeah. many different yeah. stages, I really wanted to hear it all, so I'm, 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 maybe I will be... Uh, emailing the BBC to ask them. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, Secret Signals. Now, um, yeah, the third, the third episode was probably the one that was most like a sitcom because that's the one where I came out of hospital and um, was fighting heart disease and trying to get better and to basically be able to walk again. That was my character's motivation. Uh, well, the, my character's motivation in every episode is, yeah. to, is to find a girlfriend. And your character, so, though, is yeah. you. Yeah, the character is basically yeah. me, and that's why he, you know, you think, oh, there's a kind of will they, won't they, romance with um, the character of my auntie girlfriend, Sophia, and of course it's my, it's based on my real life, so no, they won't. Uh, the character is, <laughs> if any of you have been listening to it, the character is destined to stay alone forever, I reckon. I don't know. Like in real life. I don't really know. Sad. Yeah, unless, you... unless any of you listeners, um, you know, have have any, any single lady friends. But I've got a or be a single lady, I think. Or be a single yeah. lady, yeah, that's right. You can um, you can find you can find uh, Richard's email address on his on his website. And yeah. You can go 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 there. He will, he's accepting. Uh, I'll, he's accepting. I'll, pre- I'll pretty much date anybody. So <laughs> it'd be a laugh. But I do I do prefer girls who are quite short uh, and slim, uh, with a round head, a big eye. Not not I mean not not, not like they're um, parliamentarians in the uh, <laughs> Civil War, but. Um, ra- round head, big eyes, and, and a really long nose. Um, okay. Yeah. So well, it's good that you're not looking for a really specific thing, Richard, because it, yeah. it definitely means you'll definitely get to find loads and loads of women like that. Yeah. Well, well though, that's just you know, pref- and also, also um, highly intelligent. Uh, so. Yeah. It's good to have like a really yeah. low bar. If you don't know where to put an apostrophe um, in a possessive, then don't wow. apply. Well, we'll never be able to date, yeah. but that's probably for the best. If you mispronounce Borhead, then uh, <laughs> we won't be able to date. Uh, I was actually on um, the uh, Omnivores uh, dating site that they've started up, and right. I got picked up, and uh, I was in the LA Times website. Uh, I don't know if I was in the print edition. If anyone's in uh, LA, uh, just you know, save me a copy. Yeah. And, um, so, and the, the Telegraph as well, but I only had one... Uh, one one email uh, expression of interest which I haven't replied to yet. So oh. Sad, really. Join us back yeah. here next next fringe for Richard Tyrone Jones's broken heart. Uh, mm. But your 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 big heart though. Yep. I mean, I guess we should give a little bit of context for that. So you you had a heart condition. You you still kind of got it, but things have changed with that. So let's let's yeah. have a bit um, I, I I I was diagnosed a few years ago with atrial fibrillation, which is basically an all over the place jazzy bebop heartbeat and I started I, the doctor just told me to take aspirin and um, cut down on the caffeine because I was having about six or seven cups of coffee a day at the time uh, which is too much so I did that felt a bit better then I kind of forgot forgot about it and obviously the doctors did as well 
um, and maybe I forgot to take uh, some of my aspirin and um, <laughs> may, maybe I forgot to not uh, take the nail band industrial plant food stimulant methadrone uh, while that was legal. That was legal, it was legal at the time. Yeah, legal um, and uh, yeah, I only took it up to annoy the Daily Mail. And, and so I, I developed um, um, huge migraines, started to feel really out of shape, but I just thought, like a typical man, oh, it's just because I'm not exercising enough, I'm being a bit of a wuss, I've not, I've not been going to, so I joined a gym, that was the worst thing that could possibly happen, because I think it was the atrial fibrillation, the irregular heartbeat that was forcing my heart to beat faster, and that was making it more baggy, like the baggy and elastic heart muscles of an old man. Uh, it was only actually stretched by about two centimetres, but when you consider that a human heart is only supposed to be the size of your clenched fist, two centimetres is actually quite bad. And you're supposed to pump out about 50% of the blood in your heart and back out. Back out again with each pump. Mine was down to 10 to 15%. So I was, I was almost dead, basically. Uh, and I couldn't walk for ages um, properly really ill, looked like I was going to have to get um, a, a mobility scooter uh, and uh, move, move back in with my parents in Dudley and um, until they just ch changed my drugs, put me on more ones and then I began to walk again. That was that time I didn't know whether I'd be able to walk or not, that was the first time that I was actually being the uh, director of Spoken Word at the Free Fringe. Yeah. So I didn't know if I was just going to program all the the act and then not actually be able to do my own show even and just stay at home emailing people and, and bullying James Mackay into hosting everything. Um, but thankfully because of this change, miraculous change in medication I was able to come to the fringe. Um, at the beginning of the fringe I could barely walk up the Royal Mile, it took me about um, 15 minutes to get up uh, Nidri Street, the really steep street that um, utter spoken word my night was on. By the end of it, I was uh, uh, not off the seat, uh, it wasn't that miraculous, but I got up uh, the Halton Hill and it was amazing just having improved so much in one month that I was able to walk up to the top of what's quite, quite a steep hill yeah, and, and, and look out over the city. And it was, it was so liberating because I, I just basically had been fast forwarded to old age and known what it was like to be an old person or to be disabled for a, a very dicey few months, a very, very frustrating few months from having been someone that cycled everywhere and did lots of exercise. Um, and that really did, I know it's a cliche, isn't it? And every, every show is about, oh, here's an experience that changed my life. Yeah, what are the lessons that we learned? Cliches are yeah. generally cliches for a reason. Exactly. So it made, I, I just, it was a ready-made life journey show. And so it's a life journey show. It's probably less of a life journey sitcom because obviously you have to, it's a sitcom, people, a lot of people are only going to listen to one episode. Have to be more self-contained yeah. and more funny. And we had to, because of putting more characters in, uh, we had to leave out a lot of the actual material. So there's a lot of the genetic stuff um, got missed out, and will hopefully be in an episode if it gets recommissioned. Right. 
you got the first episode was on pick of the week, so yeah, no, I, well, as I said, I really, really did enjoy it, and I, I, uh, I, I listened to it for the first time at your uh, at your flat in London, where you're staying at the moment, anyway, and uh, with a group of people. But then I listened to it again, I think, that week, and I liked it both times. And my next door neighbour was playing it spontaneously as I was oh. in the back garden. Fantastic, lovely. Yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna get really high um, listener ratings simply because it's on after the archers. Yeah, but that hasn't necessarily translated into anybody really any more people really knowing who I am or any more people coming to see the sh- my shows. Yeah. Having said that, the, the latest show was completely different from Big Hearts and I really should be cashing in by just doing more. Yeah, you're, you're sort of, well, it feels a little bit to me like, I, I don't think you're trying to sort of sab, like, the joke of it is that you're sort of, oh, hang on. Right, the joke of it is that you're trying to sabotage your career, but uh, I don't think that's really what you're trying to do, but yeah. but uh, you're certainly doing things that are very different from, from Big Heart and we'll talk about them in one moment when I've changed the batteries on the microphone hey. have a quick break so this will be a little bit more edited than I had hoped uh, right back in a moment okay so there we go we're getting we're getting we're back you join me back here uh, with uh, Richard Tyrone James at the uh, Edinburgh Fringe on the Royal Mile and uh, we've got two bars of batteries this time which is great. Let you see the crowd here are very enthusiastic <laughs> yeah. about Someone batteries. Someone has just put up an Argos table. Oh, I was going to chuck some money at them. You, 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 yeah. you, you can always, we can get, we, we can rush up, rush around the fringe if you like. Um, Alright, ladies and wow. gentlemen! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tour guide who's going to get some uh, free advertising on my show here. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you've taken... Yeah, the rest of this podcast is going to be a ghost tour. You're taking... Which, you, which would be an interesting new direction, which is what you're kind of doing at the moment with your own yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, I do, I've done so many different things over the last few years because I get so bored really easily. I mean, there's been utter spoken word, which is um, the mixed bill of uh, poets and storytellers. Um, and it's one of the inspirations for what we do at Stand Up Tragedy, really. Yeah, it's um, it's great to have um, a night that is has an actual theme like that that you can um, uh, work on, and, and of course each utter has a different theme. Like um, utter, utter shite was the last one yep. with a load of po- people doing absolutely crap poetry yeah, or, or poems about yeah. poo. Yeah, Dave was on there, um, and um, utter utter. But other ones we've got planned a utter Commonwealth for the Commonwealth Games uh, next year. Um, utter cats, which was all cat poetry, people dressed up as cats. Um, utter, utter funeral, which was of course my own funeral, and yeah. that was a month before I almost died of heart failure. So uh, it was well timed, really. Yeah. Um, that, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, various. You have a different theme, and then you get poets on who can do that theme. And I generally I come up with the theme, then wait until I've seen enough people that have some stuff on that theme yeah. utter filth so that's all <laughs> actually that was very easy to film um, and, and then put it on um, I've done misguided tours um, of London suburbs that don't have any guided tours going on about them and then I take people around and tell them a mixture of facts and lies about the area we, we opened up uh, an interdimensional portal uh, in Crouch End uh, in tribute to Stephen King's absolutely appalling 
uh, short story Crouch End and uh, then went down the Parkland Walk and were um, chased by Spriggans and met Gremlin we met uh, literacy gremlins from another dimension excellent um, <laughs> no one remembers that uh, get rid of your gremlins um, advertising campaign that the government had uh, in, in, well, I in, did. in terms of you remember it yes exactly uh, if you, any people who are over 30 will remember uh, and um, yes, and I'm, I'm going to be doing another one next year in um, uh, New Cross Stepford, it seems. Um, Excellent. I haven't done any of those for a while. I haven't seen any. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I, well, I do the, um, the tours of Americans on coaches uh, for a well-known education travel provider. Uh, I, I don't lie on, well, I do lie on those. Uh, but then I encourage them to shout out VS if they think I'm lying, <laughs> and then if they don't get it right, uh, if if it's actual a re actually a real fact that I have just presented as if it's a credible way, then they lose a point. And if it's actually something that I've just made up, and they shout VS and they're right, then they gain a point. Um, and then we add that those points they've got to the quiz at the end. That's great. I, I take it far too seriously. Other tour directors just. Uh, sometimes don't care at all, and they're quite right here. Um, uh, what, what else? Yeah. Um, what what the the frack is this? Yeah. What, Which is what obviously the is this? what the fluff is. This is what the flip is. This replacing yeah. yeah a certain f word with uh, other f words there, but but the uh, yeah. the show doesn't censor itself. The show. Yeah. Oh, well, it does. Drops the f bomb. Doesn't it, it? Yeah. It, uh, well, it, one in five of the words in the show, approximately, is the f bomb because all I'm allowed to say on stage is uh, what the f is this. Um, uh, although I do uh, change the the order and sometimes just go what the is this um, to stretch it out. And how, then there's how a, long's there's the a twist at the end. How long's the show? Uh, the show is uh, about an hour. An yeah. hour of uh, what the so F is. Nothing yeah. but what the F is this. And if I'm, sometimes you make a mistake, you just um, ejaculate a, a word like no or yes or something like that because it, you just forget that you're doing it. And um, and then I have to hit. I have to punch myself five times saying what the F is this oh, wow. on different um, on different limbs. So, uh, that, so I do that, and I'm still covered in bruises from the Camden Fringe. Yeah, well, you did it at the Camden yeah. Fringe, and I, I, again, like I was doing too much Edinburgh prep work, yeah. so I couldn't get up to it. But uh, oh, there's Dan, Dan Simpson, who is a, also a poet. Hello. Uh, you're live on Getting Better Acquainted. Well, you're not live actually, but you will, will be on well, the he's, internet he's later. He's doing on. a show called We Are All Orange Ghosts. That's right. So That's he's got a T-shirt with the orange ghost from Pac-Man. From Pac-Man. Uh, he's there. on um, the same. Uh, the same venue as a, a stand-up tragedy, it's the uh, Fiddler's Elbow downstairs, Picardy Place. Um, he's on until the 18th and he's at 2.45pm uh, every day. I've heard very good things about his show. He's booked to do two different stand-up tragedies, so uh, come along to that show as well. But uh, he, I've heard very good things about his show and I think you should definitely go. Yes, I've seen him, it. it's great. Um, he, he could do with um, uh, pixelating uh, the artwork uh, on the flip charts a little bit more, you know, just to just to match the theme. 
Uh, but you know that's that's the only criticism really. Um, and uh, also that, that's not the bit yeah. to use on the on the flyers. Just the, the bit yeah. before Richard Tyro J Radio Four. He's got Richard some. Tyro he's got some great eight bit music. Is that eight bit music? Yeah, Hello, yeah. There's more talking from me in the show as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's chip tune music. It's by an amazing guy called Pixel Hate, um, who is an oh, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible chip tune artist uh, who I, I just stumbled upon on Twitter, listened to it, and thought this would be perfect for the show. Uh, Sent him an email, and he said, yeah. Yeah, absolutely use it as much as long as you don't try and sell it as your own use it however you like really you're really giving him a, you're giving him a plug and a pop yeah, no, he's, well. uh, he's, yeah. he's getting a lot out he's of at pixel hate and it's uh, h with an eight at the end yeah. rather yeah. than the ate yeah. Uh, yeah no he, he's incredible um lovely chap it's really added a lot to the atmosphere of my show um yeah so very very cool do you know, do you know when the first uh chip tune eight bits album was released I'm guessing it was like the 80s. Well, I, obviously, originally, you know, the, using the original music, but the first kind of second wave, as far as I know, was actually uh, on the digital hardcore label, 1996, the horrific plans of Flex Bosterman, uh, by the artist uh, also known as Ekator. Um, so, yeah, um, Patrick. So what, see, yeah. what we're learning about uh, poets now is that they've moved on from opium to chip tunes. It's their, it's their major muse. Uh, the, yeah. In the modern day, yeah. poets are all chip tune enthusiasts, and this is how we can tell them apart from the rest of the humans. I think kind of using music in, in, in interesting ways is a big thing that's happening in smoke. Well, I mean, it's probably always happened, but uh, you know, the, what, what Chris Redman's doing with Tung Fu, for example, and um, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it can add a lot to the poetry of it. Yeah, you've got to make sure that it doesn't. Uh, um, overwhelm the poetry and that you're doing it the right way. I, I, I thought about having more music in my show, but then I thought, well, no, that means that I, I've got to do stuff at a certain pace, and I, I just wanted to keep it. Well, it was, it was I say keep it simple, a load of projections going onto your body and having to click them at exactly Yeah, your right show time. was very, yeah. very not simple. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot in, uh, in Big Heart Live. Um, I guess, yeah, like the last show I saw you do, Richard, was uh, yesterday I saw you do a show. Um, yeah, take a seat. Um, I saw you see, see maybe, maybe it might be, it would be my fringe pick, right, but yeah. I can't pick it because it was a one-off. Yeah. Uh, maybe to return again. It, it may never return again. Um, it was basically, I, 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 I was at a, a, a comedy um, you know so when a show's should... good when when someone's reluctant to even describe it. You yeah. know, it was it was uh, it should remain lame, nameless because they don't want us to completely destroy their reputation. Right, we're not going to mention where it was yeah. performed. Uh, but it was um, a, a kind of comedy routine, which is very postmodern, called cowardly, cowardly racist. And um, basically, I did 25 jokes that only work if the person delivering them is blacked up. But the jokes themselves aren't racist. However, you give the audience the choice of whether you should black up to do them or not. Um, in which case, uh, obviously, if, if the audience wants you to black up, then they're racist. Uh, but if they don't want you to black up, then they're cowards and the jokes won't work very well. Um, and the audience, um, incl including uh, people of colour, did decide that I, overwhelmingly that I should black up. Yep. Um, and so they were the culpability had been established. And for the benefit um, of the, the listeners, Richard Tyrone Jones is uh, as white as they come, really. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, with hair, which is red. I'm a ginger, I'm a ginger <laughs> MF, and um, <laughs> and I think I don't think it would work with 
anybody who wasn't so obviously, you know, the opposite of black, really. I'm so I'm kind of so white. I go round the other side again and, and come out and almost emerge into black. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, a big part of the way it worked was that he described he got the audience to basically be culpable in it, absolutely culpable in it, and uh, I think that was one of the things that made it work really well. The other things were that they were very well chosen jokes, which yeah. were funny and perceptive and deep. Uh, and my favourite moment was when you uh, walked down off the stage to yeah. the person, to the woman of colour, I think, and uh, yes. near, near, near um, the I, back and apologised for yeah. slavery. American girl, and um, <laughs> I apologised on behalf of uh, the British establishment um, uh, for um, racism, economic exploitation and slavery, uh, but then obviously pointed out that this uh, apology was coming from a man who who was blacked up at the same time so let that be a lesson that whenever the white establishment offers you something there is always a catch <laughs> which is excellent and that is actually a very good uh, demonstration of why the why i enjoyed the piece so much uh it's not because i'm racist it's because i uh, appreciate that kind of thing being said in a challenging way well uh, maybe dan simpson's wishing me he isn't getting his show promoted now <laughs> yeah. right next to next to this <laughs> well, I, I wanted to say i don't i don't orange up for my show um, yes. Yes. Though, it's all about the uh, the orange ghost from pac-man no it's more about he does he does put orange. on he puts on an orange burka uh, he just see his eyes and it's tremendously offensive to us <laughs> oh my gosh no, my no he doesn't no. Dan, Dan, Dan Simpson's show is very charming uh, which uh, which Richard Tyrone Jones in black top makeup is not uh, I thought it was well, quite actually, charming. That is that's yeah. not fair, actually, yeah. in a way. The reason it worked was because you were quite charming yeah. about it. Yeah. It's about how racism is never as obvious as a, a man being blacked up uh, yes. these days. So yeah, a... and how it's much more complicated than that. And that's why I think the people of colour in the audience enjoyed it. It's why yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, and as, as, as someone with yeah. uh, people of colour in my family, uh, I'm quite sensitive to that topic, so it was, yeah. uh, it was great to see it done. So, so pitch perfectly done. Um, so yeah, that's my fringe pick. You can't see it unless you go back in time, and uh, we're not going to tell you where it was. Oh, part, part of so the, you can't even one, find it if you do. One, one joke was about um, <laughs> the impossibility of um, uh, turning back space-time. That was actually another of yeah. my highlights. Was, I really yeah. think you should do it again. Anybody listening, uh, you can start up a kick, Kickstarter campaign to get, <laughs> to get Richard Tyrone yeah. Jones to be doing this. Anyway, you yeah. can, yeah. I, I just funded Cowardly Cowardly Racist. I'll come up on your Twitter feed. Um, yeah. uh, I feel very at home, by the way, in this beautiful SoundCloud uh, hub. With, with, I'm in a home of orange. Yeah, it's right for yeah, your show. You're in the right colour for me. It's lovely. Yeah, it's, a shame, it's a shame that Orange have changed their name to EE, isn't yeah. it? Otherwise, you could get. There's some weird orangey things. There's a drink. There's a big new drinks brand being launched just by where I'm living in Edinburgh. And it's bright orange, and they're giving away orange hats if you're drinking the orange drink. And I'm just going. Orange is the colour of the fringe this year, for me anyway. Well, yeah, that's a good thing for you and your show. So, yeah, here I am sitting with a man with an Orange Ghost t-shirt and uh, a man with orange hair. And you've got your orange, orange cat t-shirt. I've got an yeah. orange cat, uh, Greg Proops' yeah. Hello Kittens cat. Um, 
kittens McTavish cat rather and uh, there you go that's an, that's an edit I can't make you you guys listening will just have to imagine all the orange yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of orange here and with, with with the orange I move on to the the last question that I ask my guests is do you have anything to plug Rich well um uh, yeah I'd like to plug the fact that uh, Dan, Dan's show it is actually a Wednesday today so uh, that means that it's uh, it, it's got a special two for one offer Orange Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that now. I'm about to go flyering again. I'm, I'm saying Orange Wednesday. Yeah, two for one. It's a free show anyway, so come in and have two seats. That's right. Yep. It's a free exactly. show, part of the free fringe. Dan has done a lot of um, administrative and the boring stuff of organisation. He's helped uh, Faye Roberts, who we mentioned earlier on. And, and Dave's stuff. been a big part of the team as oh, well, yes. working Absolutely. on uh, the fundraisers. Nice. So in fact, yes, you can still buy the fundraising CD, so you should. Uh, it's called Amaze of Breath, so you can find it on Bandcamp. Uh, so yeah, buy it. Dan Simpson's got a poem on there. Richard Tyrone James has got a poem on there. And Stan it's a poem about dementia, a it's a hoot. Yeah, that's right. My poem's about the zombie apocalypse, you know, that right fertile ground for poetry. Yeah. That's right. Standard Tragedy has a story from Andy Boda, but we also recorded quite a few of the tracks uh, at Standard Tragedy events, including Richard's. So, um, um, yeah, I, 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 if any of you are listening in uh, Victoria or Vancouver, over in British Columbia, I'm taking big hearts to those fringes at the end of August uh, to the beginning of September. So you see it there, but uh, here in the Edinburgh Fringe, I'd just like to plug all the spoken word shows, all 74 of them. If you can get to see them all, then uh, you'll get a free copy of um, uh, all, both of my books. Um, obviously, you have to take a photo of everyone. Photo <laughs> everyone, just, send uh, it to Richard. Proof, yeah, we'll put them up on Facebook. And, uh, God, it's not worth it, is it? And they can find you at? They can find me at RTJ Poets on Twitter and richardtyronejones.com on the, the real internet. Yeah. Um, and they can, oh, I, and I'm also Big Ginger Poet uh, on OkCupid. Okay yeah, <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, you fancy finding me, I'm at Dan Simpson Poet on Twitter. I'm tweeting lots of silly pictures and vines about the little orange ghosts from Pac-Man. Um, I've been told they're charming. I, I, they amuse me, and hopefully they'd amuse you too. So, at Dan Simpson Poet. And you can find me, why not? Why, since it's gone this way, it feels like, more like a real show than, than normal, which is fun. And you can find me at GooseFat101 on Twitter. You can find Stand Up Tragedy at Stand Up For Tragedy on Twitter. And uh, getting better acquainted, as you should know, listeners, is at GBA Podcast. Um, and my show is on, as I said, at 6.30 every day at the Fiddler's Elbow. And we're sharing tragic moments. So if you have any tragic moments of the festival, hashtag tragic moments. We send us pictures, send us uh, videos, send us anything of a tragic nature to our uh, Twitter or to our uh, our email address which is upstandingtragedy at gmail.com and uh, now I'm going to uh, say to you Richard it's uh, been a pleasure getting very acquainted with you on the Royal Mile it's making my throat even more throaty uh, and uh, I'll maybe have you on an, another more quiet uh, location sometime in the future to talk <laughs> yeah. about uh, other things that we, we could have touched on but probably hard to do in this setting when, when I've got something to actually plug exactly, exactly. <laughs> when, yeah I'll wheel you out again then. And it won't, it won't be as light-hearted as this one, I think. Probably we've got, not. We've got some depressing stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we've got some big tragedies to talk on, but that's a nice teaser for well, the next episode. So, uh, the, Richard's on, not the next episode you're going to hear, which I don't, know how, I don't even know what the hell that's going to be now. So, uh, the last thing I ask my audiences to do, um, my audiences, 
last time. This is great. Oh, I am your audience. Yeah, you are well, my audience yeah. as well. Yeah, guest and audience in one. The last thing I ask my guests to do is to say goodbye to the audience. Goodbye to the audience. Bye, everybody. That was me doing a conversation on the Royal Mile. I think you can tell that my mind doesn't work very well from sleep deprivation, but I think that's not too bad a thing. Uh, This is going to have been a very roughly edited podcast, as in I'm just going to stick three different files together and maybe put an outro piece of music on, because I only have an hour back at the flat, if that's when I get back. But I thought I would also just add on an end note telling people where they can hear some more live tuba conversations recorded at the edinburgh Film, recorded at the edinburgh festival they'll be part of uh, the pbh spoken word lineup again um, and i'm going to be doing a conversation with the gods of comedy podcast that's beck hill and bridey lee kennedy two very great comedians who both of whom have performed at stand-up tragedy with me Um, And they are going to be talking about their show, which is Gods of Comedy, which is about asking comedians what they believe in. And we're going to be talking about that. And then that's on the 12th at 1.40 at the Banshee Labyrinth Banqueting Hall. And you should come along and join us. It's free. Uh, We'll have a hat for donations at the end. And then the next day, I'm doing a conversation in the same place, 1.40 on the 13th, with Peter Buckley Hill, who is the man who runs the PBH Free Fringe. And that should be an excellent conversation too. Both of those will have a little less background noise than today's show, because both of those shows are recorded inside and not on the Royal Mile. So I hope you've enjoyed this very unusual, atypical version of getting better acquainted. Uh, Feels a little bit weird to have myself out there with all the ums and ahs. It's like being in my underwear in public. But uh, I guess that's, that's what getting better acquainted is increasingly like. Exposing more and more of myself to the internet. So, I leave you with a little bit of clearing my throat, walking down a street, sunlit street, in the middle of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, going home to immediately mix down the files, upload the files, and put them out for you to listen to for this week's episode of Getting Better Acquainted.